you're heading our way soon. How excited is it? How exciting is it to be heading back? It's so incredibly exciting for me, but even more exciting for my band because none of them have been to Australia before. And um, you know, for people in Japan, people growing up in Japan, not too many Japanese musicians get to go to Australia on their tours. And uh, I've been fortunate to go there twice and. Even that's not very many times, but uh, most Japanese musicians can only dream of going to Australia to play. So it's a huge deal for for them, and I'm really glad that uh, I'm going to be able to kind of uh, choir them around over there. And uh, everybody's just really excited, and and uh, the band is on fire. We're about to do a festival in India uh, in uh, about a week or so, and it's pumped for Australia, man. It's a really good period of time. And, and can you introduce us introduce us to the members of your band? Yes. Um, the main, uh, the longest running member of my band is my bassist, uh, Kiyoshi. And uh, it, he's really an incredible musician and artist in her own right. And um, she's absolutely perfect for my band. Most aggressive bassist that I've ever seen, really, and uh, not to even mention that she's a girl. You can't believe it when you're seeing her play. It's really kind of uh, kind of frightening, you know, how, how she plays. Perfect for my band. And uh, on guitar is uh, a guy named Morioka Naoki, and uh, he plays in a band called DPS in Japan, which I produce and write music for. And uh, he's toured with me um, for a while and done a big Asian tour with me and doing India with me and a super guitar player. And uh, the drummer is a guy named Joe Nunez, and he is uh, toured with me all throughout Europe and America and Japan. And uh, it's a super, super band. I I tell everybody this, but uh, what what you're going to leave the concert feeling is more impressed with my band than you will be with me. <laughs> you might have uh, come to the show to see me, but you're going to walk away talking about how great my band was. and they, they just outshine me every night. That's the way I like it. Amazing. And you said, you, as you said, you've been to Australia before. What are your memories of your first ever trip here? Ah, uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is uh, how detailed the fans were about the music that I was making. <laughs> they really know a lot about the music and they care about the, the musical details possibly more than a lot of other places. That's what I kind of remember feeling both times I was in Australia. They really seem to care about uh, what goes into making music and that type of thing. And I also remember um, thinking that there were more females at the shows than I expected and, and, and some real stunners too, you know. So it was really, it was, uh, good on both sides. Fantastic. What is your live rig going to be for the shows? Yes, I have, a, a signature guitar from Jackson. It's, uh, MF1, Marty Friedman model. And, uh, I also have a signature amp from Angle. It's, uh, Marty Friedman Inferno amp, and uh, to keep with the, the signature things, I have a 
signature set of pickups in my guitars from EMG, and um, that's it. It's really simple. I don't even use pedals very much, and I may not even use my pedal board down there. I might just go straight in. And um, yeah, it's a very simple, simple, simple rig. And what do you think of things like Kempers um, for playing guitars as opposed to a regular amp? Oh, they're great. They have their um, they have their places where they are very very useful. Um, I still don't think that they've invented something that can properly recreate the sound of moving air like an amp does when recording properly. Um, but there are a lot of times when Emperor is more than efficient, more than sufficient to. Uh, you know, use in a, in a situation, and it's really a fantastic invention. And uh, I use them, for example, if I go on the TV program, there's never really any time to get a proper sound check when you're doing TV. And so with a camper, it pretty much sounds the same in any situation. So for something like TV, it's really good because you don't have to spend a lot of time figuring out how to mic the amp and a lot of times TV audio people aren't really set up to, you know, record a big rock sound. So if you have a, a good rock sound in the box, like Kemper, then, uh, then then it's perfect and, and even better than an actual amp. But, um, you know, for live, it depends on uh, the content of the live. I do an orchestra live show every couple of months, every season, and um for that, I have a lot of like really delicate sounds that uh, Kemper has uh, better, um, you know, better subtle sounds that are easily accessible than having to deal with an amp. So for situations that uh, require the Kemper, it's, it's great. But overall, the absolute best hard rock heavy metal sound is uh, still from an amp, as far as I'm concerned. But uh, I'm certainly not an authority on any of this stuff. I just like anything that sounds good. Sure. And speaking of gear, what guitar is your most prized possession and why? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't have any prized possessions of guitars, uh, and I think they're all firewood. <laughs> um, of course, um, I'm half joking. Um, my guitar is not firewood. It's a wonderful. Uh, it's a great work tool. I mean, uh, my signature model is, is an absolute workhorse and sounds great in every situation and all that, but uh, I don't have any emotional attachments whatsoever to any instrument. Um, all of my signature models are exactly identical. So if, uh, God forbid, one got you know thrown out of an airplane... The next one off the rack would sound and feel and play exactly the same. Um, I'm just not that guy. <laughs> I wish I had a better answer for you with that, but uh, absolutely like a fork or a knife or a pair of chopsticks, you know, guitar is just a tool. Sure. And you've lived in Japan for over 15 years now. Um, has your m music changed in its approach in the time that you have been there? Um, it changes uh, pretty rapidly, actually. I'm very fortunate that uh, I kind of spoke in any 
experience that I'm lucky lucky enough to have. You know, if I go to a country I've never been before, and and uh, I just uh, soak up the culture that I'm around and the music of that culture, and um, even if it's just a little phrase or if it's a, a, a rhythmic thing or a kind of a typical chord progression that is, uh, you know, indigenous to the music of a particular part of the world, that all kind of sticks in there, and I kind of... Uh, I kind of take it from everywhere, really. So um, even, of course, I've lived in Japan for a long time, so obviously that influences there quite a bit. But, uh, I, you know, in Argentina, I did some shows with uh, Astro Piel Solo's family, and uh, it was very challenging and a very unique to Australia, uh, not Australia, to Argentina, unique to Argentina type of music. And uh, a lot of it kind of stuck stuck in with me, so I really have been like a sponge, and so every every experience adds, and um, I'm going to India next week to do a, a festival there, and I've never been there before, so I'm sure that something is going to, I'm probably going to sound more Indian by the time I get to Australia. Now, I need you to describe your live show in only five words. Uh in five words? Yes. Um, uh, wow, that's a good one. Uh, intense, positive energy for days. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, just w- what's your favorite music at the moment? Yeah, right now... Um, Current Japanese pop music, and um, there's a lot of new artists. Um, but this past week, uh, been looking into one of my old favorites, which is the West Side Story soundtrack of all things. Um, I always kind of go back into that because if I can end with well, absolutely gorgeous music and. Um, that's, that's, you know, when I hear that, I, I get inspired, and at the same time, I get kind of depressed because I know I'll never really think as beautiful as that, but if I can just feel a little bit of it, and then, then I'd be in good shape. Perfect, and we'll end with one last question. Uh, any final words for the fans in Australia? Um, I'm only just completely full of gratitude for the support that the Australian fans and friends have been giving me and um, and very thankful for the opportunity to go down there and bring my band because uh, I'm going to be a hero to my band for doing this. So I'm really excited and, and I really want to give you guys all an experience that you've never had before, especially in uh, what you might expect of an instrumental music concert. It's really Nothing like that. It's a four-corner diamond, and uh, I really want to leave everybody with a very, very positive feeling and a feeling of uh, getting ready to start kicking ass, you know, because that's what I want to leave any concert feeling myself. So it's very important for me to make people feel that way when they leave my show. Perfect. 
perfect, Marty. That's all we need today. Uh, I look forward to seeing you, and thanks a lot for your time today. Thank you very much, Andrew. It's been great talking to you. Thanks. Enjoy the rest of your day. Bye-bye. All right. Thank you, too, Scott.